your daughter got her period. Uh, this episode I'm going to do solo um, just simply because it tends to be more of like the motherly thing. Um, but if any of you have questions for TJ from the father's perspective, please let me know. You can reach out to me on social media or um, here on YouTube. You can comment. But um, we've only had one daughter so far get her period, and it just so happened to be on our time. So I have experienced this and just thought that I would share it with those of you that might uh, be coming into the same type of situation at one point or another. So I want to first start by saying it doesn't matter who has the kid when this happens. Because as adults, we are capable of handling these types of situations, right? Um, even if I wasn't around and it was just my husband, he would know how to handle it, right? You just take care of the kid, get her cleaned up, get a pad, throw it on there, tell her, you know, how to change it and what, whatever. Um, so I have to say that bio moms can't say like, oh, well, when this happens, you need to call me immediately so that I can be there and I can take care of it. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> the second you got divorced, you lost the right to say that. I shouldn't say say that. You lost the right to determine whether or not you could be there. Okay. It doesn't matter that you're there. Your daughter doesn't need you to be there. Maybe this is unpopular belief, right? But I was just as capable of handling the situation as my stepdaughter's mother would be, right? She was with me. I'm not going to call her mom and wait for an hour. Like, here, um, sit in these bloody pants. I'm not going to explain anything. We'll just wait for your mom to get here. No. So I'm just going to take care of it. And, you know, then we'll notify the bio mom when things calm down, right? Once we're all situated and taken care of. So um, I just I just have to say that like, if you are a man and you are listening to this, if you're a father and you're listening to this, the bio mom has no say in whether or not you have to call her in a certain time frame or give her the right to be there to handle the situation. If you are capable and comfortable of handling it, then you should do that. And you don't have to worry about what she thinks. Um, okay. So I just wrote some notes here. Um, really what I did first thing was, you know, I always made sure that I was prepared as a mother of daughters. Right. Um, also just in general as a woman. So I had, um, some panty liners and like big pads. I don't wear them. Um, but you know, younger girls might need more than a panty liner. So I, in my car, I had a panty liner and a regular size pad just in case. I also kept some in my purse, like in case we were, you know, out and about somewhere, then we wouldn't have to go to the car. I've just got it right there. Um, I did the same for my husband. I put some stuff in his car, uh, truck so that he would have it and, um, just really wanted to make sure that our bases were covered no matter we were where we were. 
So I had those things, you know, set aside and ready. I also had, you know, some extras in the bathrooms of the house and whatnot. So when my daughter got her period, I, you know, she called for me. She didn't ask for her dad. So she goes, Jenna, um, you know, I think I started my period and I'm like, oh, awesome. Okay. Like, let's go get you taken care of. So we get some clean undies, we get some clean pants. Um, I just made it kind of like no big deal, right? She can't help it, it's a natural thing. So we'll just take care of it. So I get her fresh undies, I get her some pants, I explained to her how the pad goes you know, on the undies and showed her how to do that. She was young, um, so needed a little more guidance than say a 15 year old. Um, so showed her how to get, you know, herself taken care of. And then we got in the car and we went to the store. I wanted her to go to the store so that she could see all of the options. Right. Um, she, and then I can explain like, these are the smaller ones. These are the bigger ones. They have overnight ones. Like you just have to determine, you know, what your preference is and then let me know and I'll get them for you. When we were at the store, I bought the smallest package of of all the items that she wanted, right? Because you don't want to buy like an 80 pack of pads and then she hates them, right? So just buy the smaller, you know, 5, 10, 20 pack, whatever, and uh, and just make sure she likes it first. So we got what we needed. Uh, I did explain to her, even though she was young, uh, we've always been pretty open with our kids uh, and they had all learned about, you know, human anatomy and bodies and sex and all of that. So she knew about that. It wasn't like I was just like unloading on her. But I told her, I go, you know, now that you've gotten your period, you can get pregnant. So, you know, if and when you decide to become sexually active, you need to make sure that at least one of your parents is aware. I said, it doesn't have to be me, doesn't have to be your mom. It can be your dad. Like whoever you're more, most comfortable with is who you should go to for something like that. But uh, I did stress, you know, just please be honest with us. So, um, I told her that I explained to her like how to best clean herself. I explained that, you know, when you're on your period, hygiene is really important. So you want to change your pad frequently. Um, and even if it's not full, okay, you have to say that to them because otherwise they'll just wear it like all day until it's full or like all day and all night until it's full. And please don't do that. They're not that expensive. Um, so I did explain that to her. She was bleeding pretty heavily. Um, I'm very fortunate. I'm not a big bleeder, but she was bleeding pretty heavily and going through pads like quickly. So I told her if she's ever interested in tampons to please just let me know. And I would be more than happy to explain to her how uh, to use them. I think it worked out one time she was like going swimming with her grandma or something. And so she was sad that she couldn't swim. And I said, well, if you're comfortable trying a tampon, uh, you can put the tampon in before you swim and then it'll be no problem. 
And she was kind of hesitant, but again, like no pressure, just if you want, this is an option for you. Come to find out she was hesitant because her mom didn't want her to use a tampon. It's not a dick. It's a fucking tampon. It's um, for medical purposes, right? So who cares? Let her use a tampon. She's a heavy bleeder. She's a fucking kid and she wants to go swimming, right? So um, I explained to Izzy um, because, okay, I love my mom. Mom, if you watch this, I love you. But when I got my period, my mom had to go to work. Um, It was like summertime. We were at home with my dad. She said if I needed help, figuring out the tampon to just grab my dad and he could help me. Hindsight, looking back, yes, he could have helped me, right? Because he wasn't an idiot. You know, he knew how it worked. But me, as a young girl, I'm like, uh, and no, how's that going to work, right? So, uh, and of course, like, if she needed my help that much, I would do it because, That's what you do for your kids, right? I've wiped all their asses, you know, nothing new here. But I really wanted to like empower her to do it on her own and figure it out on her own, but also still giving her the tools that she needed to get there successfully. So I told her, um, you know, before you use a tampon for the first time, stick your finger up there just so that you can like feel and see what it's all about. Not really see, but you can feel where it needs to go. And she looked at me like, and I'm like, I promise you, I said, I know it sounds weird, but just stick your finger up there so that you know where the tampon goes. And I told her, you know, like you want to make sure you get it in all the way, because if you don't, it might hurt a little bit. So that's why you need to feel. And then I told her once she feels where it goes, then, you know, stick the tampon up there and push it up and then feel again and make sure that it is, you know, all the way in. And I did use my hands to describe a little bit. I told her, you know, like near the opening, you're going to feel like your bones and, and everything there. And so I told her, you know, when you put it in, you want to make sure that it's past that, not sticking out a little bit. Because if it's sticking out even just a little bit like this, it's going to hurt and you're going to feel that right here along this edge. So I told her, you know, just make sure you get it in all the way so that, you know, it's not there. And when you're doing it, you can like feel and you can push it up in there with your finger if you don't get it in all the way the first time. So that's what I told her. She goes swimming and comes back, doesn't say anything, whatever. Well, the next time she goes to go swimming, um, she said she wasn't going to swim because she was on her period. And I said, oh, like, you know, that's, that's okay. But, you know, do you want to try a tampon? She goes, no, last time it hurt. And I'm like, "Mm." said, it shouldn't hurt. I said, did you stick your finger up there and feel it? She's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, let's start there. So turns out she goes and she does it. She feels, she gets it in all the way. Now she loves tampons. She uses them regularly. Uh, So listen to me, do what I say. Um, These are of course not gonna work for every child. It's not 
you know, like the standard by any means. It's just what I've done and what I've found helpful. Um, the only other thing that I talked to her about was like, you know, cramps and stuff like that. She uses that as an excuse regularly to miss school. Um, she's gotten much better as she's gotten older, but I think, you know, me being a hard ass has something to do with that. So, uh, she used to miss school because she'd say that she had a stomach ache and she felt nauseous. Well, guess what? She's on her period. Her mom didn't care to ask, didn't care that she missed school, whatever. She missed a lot of school that year. Um, but turns out it's just her period. So I told her, I go, Izzy, you can't miss two or three days of school every month just because you're on your period. I said, at some point, you're going to have to toughen up and you're going to have to go to school. I said, when you're an adult and in the real world, you can't miss that much work um, just simply because you're on your period. So she's gotten better about it, but I did explain like what cramps kind of felt like and how you can remedy those, um, you know, naturally, but also that they do have medication for it. So a heating pad or like a rice bag, if you have a rice bag, you can heat that up, put it on the tummy. Um, and that helps kind of like relax and calm the muscles. Midol is another, uh, really common medication used to help with cramps, um, or just general menstrual pains. Um, I'm not big on taking medication, so I always try the natural remedy first. Another thing that I really like is doTERRA essential oils. Uh, they have one that's called Clary Calm, but I put that in a little rolly for her and she has one um, in her nightstand so she can just roll that on her lower abdomen if she's feeling crampy. And she actually really likes that one. She thinks that it helps uh, and makes it feel better. So she and I both use that. Uh, and then also, you know, the rice bag if we're really crampy. Um, trying to think if there's anything else that I did or that I said. Um, I think the only other thing really is just like before they get their period, we've always talked to them um, openly about like hormones and things like that. So I told her, I said, if you feel like you're being kind of a nasty bitch and you don't know why I said it's your hormones, it's totally normal. It's fine. I said, you just need to recognize that. And so uh, there have been times where like every time that they come to us from their moms, I ask them like the best part of your week something that upset you or that you struggled with, and then something you want, something you need. And so sometimes, you know, she'll be crabby with me and I'm the type, like, don't be crabby with me. I've done nothing. So I will just flat out ask her, like, why are you being crabby with me? Or don't be crabby with me. And then, you know, there was one time that I called her out on it. I was like, excuse me, like, why are you talking to me like that? And she then apologized, oh, I'm sorry. Like I've just been, you know, really crampy and I'm on my period and I, I didn't mean that I love you. And it's like, okay, cool. Like I can be empathetic to that now. Like you're not just being a bitch to be a bitch. There is an actual reason for it. So um, then, you know, you can go into the nurturing mode. Like, do you want, um, you know, an ibuprofen. Do you want me to heat up the rice bag for you? Do you need to, you know, lay down, get under some blankets or whatever? 
Um, so just keep the lines of communication open, stay consistent. Um, and then also like speak in real medical terms. Don't call it your hoo-ha or whatever. It's a vagina. Um, we use those correct terminology uh, with our kids for everything. Um, my kids from a very young age knew that babies came out of your vagina and that's that, right? Um, or your belly if, if they cut you open, whatever. Um, another thing I will say, we have two girls and four boys. We made sure that our boys knew about periods as well and that, you know, we kept those lines of communication open with them as well because when you are a boy and you have sisters, it's important for them to know so that they can be empathetic or like if they see she's bled through her pants, they don't make a big deal about it or tease. They just say, hey, uh, you know, you got a blood spot. I think you got your period or your pads leaking or whatever. And that's just what they do. Um, so our boys are open about it. Uh, they know what it is. If they see it in the trash, you know, they they just know that they can be a little more empathetic if their sister's kind of crabby. Um, another thing that I've done with our girls pre-period, like when they, uh, I'd say probably like 10 is when I started with our girls, I would get a pad and a panty liner and even a tampon and would just experiment, get a little bit of water um, in like a measuring cup or something like that. And I open up the pads and lay them down, let them feel them, right? And then we put a little bit of water on. Okay, now feel that. And this is what it does, right? It ab absorbs that water um, or blood. Uh, and then I also show a tampon, right? How it works. You push the thing up, the tampon comes out the top, um, and that's what's inserted in your body. And then you discard the rest. And so, um, I think that them also having that knowledge and being able to touch and, um, ask questions, things like that. I even had one of my boys, um, was curious about pads. So he came in the bathroom with us and I showed him like, this is, you know, like you, bleed on this and we put some water on it and then they felt it and okay, cool. Like now they know. Um, so if you have any questions for me, you can reach me, um, either on my Instagram trade up stepmom podcast or, um, here on YouTube, you can comment, you can find the trade up stepmom podcast where any podcasts are found and what else website, the trade up stepmom.com. If you have any questions, thanks.